Bruce Geetson joins us this afternoon on the program. Bruce, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, guys. How you doing? You staying warm? <laughs> We're trying and trying to stay out of that <laughs> ice. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, welcome to Central Texas, right? I mean, you know, and then, of course, in a couple of weeks, it'll be 85 degrees. So just, yeah. just the way it is, isn't it, Bruce? Yes, yes, sir. That's right. Hey, let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the matchup on Sunday with Texas. But before we do, let's go back and 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 visit about uh, the D.D. Richards thing. Uh, obviously, she's she's fine, and that's great news. But I would imagine for everybody concerned, including the radio play-by-play guy, you just kind of hold your breath when she goes down. Oh, absolutely. Uh, John Morris was doing the game uh, with me uh, that night, and we saw her go down, which. She goes down a lot. She draws a lot of charges and it happens, but then she stayed down and she was not moving and that uh, caused some immediate concern and she was down for a while. And so you hope for the best and fear for the worst on that. And, and we didn't know if she was unconscious or what was happening. And so, you know, after the game, Kim Mulkey told us that uh, she, uh, well, she said that uh, Dee, Dee had a concussion and then Dee, Dee uh, interrupted and uh, Kim and said, a concussion protocol. So we'll have to we'll have to see what happens. I, we don't, that's the big question: Is she going to play Sunday or not? And uh, I haven't heard one way or the other yet. I, I imagine we'll know more tomorrow. Bruce, talk a little bit about uh, this team. I, I know that uh, Kim said the other night in in her post game that she felt like this team was getting better. They're fifteen and two, I think, and ten and one in the league. And you know, we know about that one loss coming to to Iowa State after the COVID situation. A, where is this team in your opinion? And B, can they get better? Uh, I think they can continue to get better, but I think they're playing their best basketball of the year right now. And I think you have to put an asterisk next to that Iowa State loss because for a number of reasons, they were coming off almost a three-week break because of the holidays and then COVID protocol. And then you have to remember, too, in the last five minutes of that game, three of the starters weren't in the lineup because of uh, cramps from not working out for three weeks or not having game. There's a difference between running up and down in your street or jogging and then playing in a basketball game. So that was a factor, too. And Kim said that wasn't the real Lady Bears that that, that lost that game. I'm not taking anything away from Iowa State because they've been a tough matchup uh, for Baylor. But I think Baylor proved when they went back up to Iowa State and won that game up there that, you know, that'd be a good game anytime those two teams play. But I think there's an asterisk next to that loss, uh, the one conference loss that Baylor has. The one player I kind of like to, to, to keep an eye on is Nalissa Smith. Uh, she's a double-double every night, 18 points and, and uh, 10 rebounds. The other night she had 28 points. Just talk about what she means to to the basketball team. Well, she's taken over a leadership role and has grown in that as the season has progressed. So you got to remember, two years ago, Kalani Brown and Lauren Cox were getting all the attention. Last year, I'm talking about defensive attention. And then last year, Lauren Cox and Landrum and Cooper were getting a lot of the attention. And Melissa was just kind of able to uh, hover around and get rebounds, do some good things. She would have some big games, but she wasn't naturally the focus of all the defensive attention from the opponent. This year, it's different. She is the focus, and so that was so, she's working harder now than she ever has, but she's got double and triple teams on her all the time, and so you see her passing a little bit more. You see her making some more outside shots, that little 10-foot baseline shot she likes, and then and getting a lot of rebounds. So I think she's having her best year. 
Bruce, looking ahead to this game with Texas, uh, the Longhorns are a team who like to utilize their defense and force a lot of turnovers and create offense off of that. How does Baylor match up against that? Well, I think Baylor, uh, the big question is Charlie Collier, uh, and that she's a candidate for player of the year, and she's averaging 22 points and 12, almost 13 rebounds a game. And one of the big questions is, uh, will she play down low or she likes to go outside and shoot a lot? We saw that last year uh, when the Lady Bears played the Longhorns. And so it'll be a defensive challenge uh, for Queen Eggbo and Alyssa Smith and to stay out of foul trouble and see what happens with that and, and where Collier plays. But I think, I think Texas has been a little bit inconsistent and been on a roller coaster ride some too. They've lost some games they shouldn't have lost. They lost at Texas Tech. Uh, by eight points, they lost uh, both times they played West Virginia. Uh, and so uh, we'll see. They've got to feel like Baylor has their number. Of course, you got a new coach in there, Vic Schaefer, and uh, you know that may uh, some of that uh, concern may be gone. But Baylor's had Texas number uh, throughout the Karen Aston. Uh, here's what, nine in a row, I think they've won over UT. So one other thing I didn't mention when I was talking about that Iowa State loss previously, was that the Lady Bears also did not have Caitlin Bickle and Dejanae Carrington. And a lot of people asked after that game, would it have made a difference if they had been there? Well, you got to see what those two did and went up to Ames and beat the Cyclones. So everybody's playing. Everybody's telling me, I think they're playing the best basketball of the year. Uh, and But I do think they can still get a little bit better, not turn over quite as much, or turn the ball over and and hit some more outside shots. That's been the biggest thing that DJ Carrington's brought to the team, I think. Bruce, as you're calling these games, and a lot of the times Baylor is just so good that they, you know, they the games start to get out of hands at times. Are you surprised at how good Coach Kim Mulkey is able to keep these kids engaged in those matchups? No, because I, I, I think they all realize that she's coaching all the time and she's evaluating all the time, even in a a 40-point win, she'll say, uh, you guys let them outscore us by five in the last four minutes. What are you doing? You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. She doesn't let up on them, and, and the minutes are hard to come by. A lot of times they'll know you'll see a player go in and make a turnover or not make a good play. She'll be in there for a minute, and she'll come back out. And, and it's how Coach Mulkey coaches. She wants 100% good basketball uh, the entire time you're in there. It's not always points. I mean, she also, like a coach, will look at rebounds, look at defensive positioning. Are you helping uh, on defense? Are you doing the things to help the team win? But if you make a couple of mistakes, the buzzer sounds and you see them walking over toward the bench, you know? And so it's just, I'm not surprised that she's able to motivate them that well. Uh, and this is, Maggie, my third year doing this. And one of the first things that we saw that always, uh, we we were looking at each other and go, wow, Kim Mulkey never stops coaching. She's coaching on the bus, on road trips. She's coaching at the airport, uh, you know, talking to players when the young players come off the court before they can go sit on the bench. She'll talk to them about the play they just made or didn't make, you know. And so I think that the team takes on the personality of their coach a lot of times. And so it's a hard, tough, uh, you know, tough-nosed team, you know, and I think uh, – they're going to be difficult to beat down the stretch in the conference. It's probably why they're one of the elite programs year in and year out. It's just what you, you talked about. Hey, Bruce, thanks so much. I know it was a short notice. We appreciate you popping on. Look forward to the broadcast Sunday, 3.30 for the pregame, 4 o'clock for the tip, and uh, enjoy the the, uh, the ball game on Sunday. All right, big game, guys. Thanks for uh, enjoyed talking to you. Have a good day. That's uh, Bruce Geetson, the uh, voice of the Lady Bears.